Welcome to Sins and Survivors, a Las Vegas true crime podcast. I'm your host, Sean. And I'm your co-host, John. Join us each week as we delve into the underbelly of this vibrant city, exploring its most unsettling true crime stories, where the stakes are high and the truth is often darker than fiction. But this podcast goes beyond the crime scene tape. We unravel the intricacies of domestic violence, exposing the raw and haunting realities that echo through the city's streets. Sins and Survivors is available now wherever you get your podcasts. Because in this city of illusions, the truth is the darkest bed of all. Welcome back to another episode of Diagnosing a Killer. I'm Koel. And I'm Kenna. And we both have our voices back. Barely. <laughs> Barely. What, <sighs> what you just heard was a trailer for friends of ours, John and Sean's podcast, Sins and Survivors. They are two people out of Las Vegas that we met at the con last year, and they have since started their own podcast. Yeah. And I was fortunate enough to be a guest on their podcast recently, and so we decided why not promote their podcast, because it's really great. They focus on domestic violence, I'm sure, as you heard in their trailer, and out of Vegas, I think their tagline is, what happens here happens everywhere, which is really cool. I love that. I love that line. It's just, (laughs) and it's, it does give you kind of full body heaps, because you're like, it does happen everywhere, and that should be talked about and recognized, so they're doing the work, for sure. Absolutely. Thank you again, John and Sean, for having me on, and go check them out. Anywhere you can get podcasts, they are available there. Yes. So... It's been a month. I know. Since we sat. <laughs> Ew. Okay, well, it's gonna happen. I'm sorry. I sound fine right now, but it's gonna get to me, because, yeah. We we both lost our voices, so, oh, gosh, okay. Left for the trip. We went to New York, Cliff and I. We went to New York to go meet his lovely father, who is just, oh, he's a dream. I love him. And we were up there, and it was, like, day three. I was dead to the world. I got so sick, and from, I don't even know from where or when. And by Wednesday, we left on, like, Sunday. By Wednesday, I could not talk. It was just at a whisper. But I was in New York, and I was in upstate New York, and it's so beautiful, and I wanted to see where he grew up. And so I definitely overextended myself going around. Like, And not only that, but it's, like, freezing. I mean, it's not really freezing when we went, but it was really cold. There was snow everywhere. My nose is constantly running. But I feel like I forced myself because I wanted to see everything before I left. And then I get back and you get sick. Not immediately, though. We definitely got sick at different times. We did. So you had been back for a week. But that whole week, I had had a sinus infection. I get sinus infections all the time. Very Mm. common. Very used to them. But the sinus infection somehow got worse and it turned into the flu. So the yeah. fall- so two weeks after you got back, I got diagnosed with the flu. No, it wasn't even. It was like two, three days. And I knew that's why I knew you it wasn't from me because you got you went to the doctor on what, Monday or Tuesday, and we had gotten back on Sunday. Or Saturday. Either way. It was either way very close. 
But I was like, well, shit, now that you're feeling better, I don't want to sit in a small closet yes. with you and get you more sick. Exactly. Well, then a, go- a week goes by, I'm still sick, and I'm like, <laughs> what the heck? So I go to the ER, yeah. and I'm like, can you help me? And I'm like, negative for COVID, negative yeah, for everything else. But I couldn't, my chest was heavy, I couldn't breathe, and then I lost my voice completely. So obviously the infection traveled to my larynx. Mm-hmm. And if you listen to that collab with what I did with Sean and John, my voice is very, very bad. Yeah. It's not as bad now, but it's still there. You can hear right. it. So y'all are just going to have to bear with us because we could not stand to not bring you more content. <laughs> we had to we, do it. So It's been plaguing our minds. Yeah. And then after that, Cliff got sick. It just, everybody got sick. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was on the San Antonio Reddit and people were like, is, is everybody else around me sick? Like, Yeah, no, there's definitely sick? something going around. And at the end of the day, like, we need to make sure we're taking care of ourselves, but also... I would not have been able to record last week. Like, you wouldn't have been able to hear what I'm saying. It's true. So we really needed to wait. But we really appreciate you guys just being super open and thoughtful and commenting and giving us your love. That was really nice to not have to worry that you guys were worried. Mm -hmm. And you guys have been very gracious. So we appreciate it. I think at one point I even thought, should we just type out a case for people to read? (laughs) Just a transcript. (laughs) We can't can't sit here for an hour talking about something when we don't have voices. It would just annoy the piss out of everyone. Oh, for sure. Including myself. We're going to take it easy today. Well, I will because it's not my case. It's your mental breakdown. So hopefully (laughs) we'll get through this one. Just bear with us. The next couple of episodes are probably going to be kind of raspy, but Mm -hmm. we'll get back to 100% as soon as we can. I would like to thank everyone that purchased an upcycled garment from us as of late. That is something that Ken and I are trying to be aware of, more environmental, environmentally conscious. Mm-hmm. And so I think upcycled shirts was really the way to go for us, upcycled hoodies. I'm going to try to look around for some, like, upcycled bags. I think mm. bags would be cute. But yes, um, those are at a discounted rate. And then if you come see us in July in Denver, they're at even more of a discounted rate. So yeah, absolutely. Check those out. We have those on our Instagram posts. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for everyone that's purchased one of those. And they are 100% unique. So every single style, every brand, every design is all 100% unique. There is not going to be more than one of the exact same of those, Mm -hmm. as opposed to our new merch that we buy they're all they can be similar you know and there's multiple of the same yeah Mm -hmm. but yeah thank you guys for continuing to support us that way Mm -hmm. i got some good feedback from louis dak live episode Mm -hmm. everybody really appreciated the fact that he opened up and it can be a difficult topic to talk about so uh thank you again louis for being here for that dak live if you haven't checked it out is it a It is about ODD and ADD and ADHD and the difference between the three. So it's a very interesting case. But yeah, I've gotten a lot of really good feedback from that episode with Louie. Absolutely. So today we are going to be talking about seasonal depression. Okay. Or what is also known as seasonal affective disorder. Oh. Sad. Sad. Okay, well, Watertown was the inspiration. (laughs) Because... It was, even during the day, the sun was, like, hazy. And it's not that it's not sunny. Mm-hmm. And it's not like it looks like it's going to rain. It's just the time of year. Yeah. It's bizarre to be. It's like, I even asked Cliff, I'm so dumb, I'm like, could I see the Aurora Borealis from here? And he's like, probably. <laughs> huh. But it just was so hazy that I yeah. was like, man, seasonal depression must be a must be a thing. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to 
Seattle in a couple months, and I'm mm-hmm. like, it's probably going to rain the whole time, and it oh, rains yeah. there all the time, you yeah. know? So we'll see. Content warning. This episode contains talk of depressive symptoms and disorders. If this episode is not for you, we encourage you to check out another one of our episodes. Remember that your mental health is important to us, and we love you. Love, love you. you. Bye. <laughs> oh, my God. Can't do the high pitch no. right now. Bye. I forgot. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Seasonal depression is also known as seasonal affective disorder, and according to John Hopkins' website, hopkinsmedicine.org, SAD, yes, the acronym is SAD. Yeah, I said SAD earlier. SAD. Quote, happens during certain seasons of the year, but most often fall or winter, end quote. The symptoms of SAD usually occur around the same time every year and also end around the same time every year. It is possible to have SAD during the spring or summer months, but this is statistically less likely. SAD occurs more often in assigned females at birth and is rare for people under the age of 20 to experience SAD, although early onset of SAD can start by 18, and the latest kind of onset of that would stretch all the way into your 30s. Mm. So it's possible to show those signs or onset in between those ages. Yeah. SAD affects approximately 5% of people in the U.S., or 16 million people. Another 10%, or 33 million people, may experience the winter blues. Yeah, I feel like that's me. Same. According to the American Psychiatric Association, SAD's symptoms include feeling sad or having depressive moods, loss of interest or pleasure in activities once enjoyed, Changes in appetite, usually eating more or craving carbohydrates. Changes in sleep, usually sleeping in too much. Loss of energy or increased fatigue, despite increased sleep hours. Increase in purposeless physical activity. And this would be an example like um, an inability to sit still or pacing or Mm. writing or maybe in your case, coloring. Yes. Yes. Or slowed movements in speech. These actions must be severe enough to be observable by another person. Okay. So it's not just, like, a common... You're just like, man, you have a burst of energy, or man, you just can't stop being able to, you know, fidget. Feeling worthless or guilty, difficulty thinking, concentrating, or making decisions, and thoughts of death or suicide. Although these symptoms are similar or even identical to depressive disorders... The difference between winter and summer depression is that during winter depression, you may eat more, sleep more, and withdraw from social situations. And in summer depression, you may eat less, sleep less, and become more irritable easily. Hmm. That's interesting. It is. Again, these symptoms must be noticeable changes in your sleep and eating patterns in order to be considered as a part of seasonal depression symptoms. Mm -hmm. The Cleveland Clinic says that you may be at higher risk of developing SAD if you have another mood disorder, such as a major major depressive disorder, or bipolar disorder, have relatives with SAD or other forms of depression or mental health conditions such as major depression or schizophrenia, live at a latitude far north or far far south from the equator, there's less sunlight during the winter in these latitudes, and you might live in cloudy regions. Yeah, yeah, it's like Seattle. Exactly. (laughs) The causes of SAD, seasonal depression, or winter blues is not conclusively known, However, it is believed that changes in your circadian rhythm may be a contributing factor. When the winter nights last so long and the days are shorter, our bodies have difficulty adjusting to that time change, Mm -hmm. essentially. 
Born and brewed in Southern California since 1963, the coffee bean and tea leaf has always been passionate about connecting loyal customers with carefully handcrafted products. Their coffee master, Jay Isaias, only selects the top 1% of Arabica beans from the world's best-growing regions, giving customers the best quality product every time. Whether you're looking for a dark roast to liven up your day or a soothing tea to relax into the night, the coffee bean and tea leaf has it all. Click the link in our show notes today to access an exclusive offer and get sipping. The opposite being for summer, when you're more likely to stay awake longer since the days are longer. Scientists also recognize that the natural melatonin that your body creates during night hours are likely to be produced during these longer night periods. Mm. Serotonin levels also may drop when we're not exposed to sunlight for some time. Vitamin D deficiency is common with people diagnosed with wintertime SAD. An overall expectation of what the seasons hold may also contribute to the stress and anxiety experienced experienced by SAD patients. Yeah. I've like they're that. dreading the season coming. Yeah. Or it's like, you know, I know that a lot of people that get diagnosed with this might have problems with their immediate family or family that they see over the holidays. And so, so that true. can be stressful being like, oh my gosh, like my whole family in the same room, this is going to yeah. be so stressful. And then it can induce symptoms of that. Right. Or like having to figure out what you're doing with your kid during summer when they're not in school. Mm -hmm. And it's an added stressor because you still have to work full time. Yeah, exactly. As we see, SAD or seasonal depression isn't a joke. It is often one of those things that can be tossed around in casual conversations. But if you or someone you know are experiencing these symptoms, it may be time to seek help. Treatment for SAD or seasonal depression can include cognitive behavioral therapy Medication, spending more time outdoors or with loved ones during daylight hours, mind you. Mm -hmm. Vitamin D supplements, and even light therapy. Light therapy has been used since the 80s to help with seasonal depression disorders. There are some conditions in which you should not use light therapy, so talk with your doctor about treatment options. If you are okay for light therapy, usually the morning time has shown better treatment results. That makes sense. I guess so, right? Because it, like, prepares you for your day. Yeah, and then you don't have all that melatonin that's been, like, building up. That's so true. You, you know, because you just scared it off. Away. Yeah. <laughs> you, s- <laughs> you scare off your melatonin with mm-hmm. your serotonin and you're ready to go. <laughs> UV lights for light therapy use about 10,000 lux. Not to be confused with lumen because lumen is what, isn't that so funny? Lumen. Luminol. Like, well, Dexter. Yeah, lumen. Lumen. Luminol. He's like, no relation. No, that's cute. <laughs> yeah, so lumen is what the bulb, can, like the power it contains, but lux is what it projects onto a surface. Okay. That makes sense. So 10,000 lux is what these UV lights usually produce Dang. or yeah, create. A common light bulb is only 1,000. So oh, wow. it's 10 times the power of a regular light bulb. I'm blind you. <laughs> yeah. You have to wear goggles. Yeah, I bet. Well, when my son was born, he had that ruby bellin count was low or something. So essentially, he didn't have... He needed UV therapy to create more red blood cells to, yeah. like, encourage red blood cells. So he was in a little, like, baby, like, tanning bed. Yeah, he's like a little incubator. <laughs> and he had to wear these little goggles. Tanning he was bed. an infant. That's terrible. He's, like, a two-day-old, and he was oh wearing gosh. goggles. Oh, that poor child. <laughs> a doctor may recommend sitting in this light anywhere between 10 minutes to 45 minutes per day over oh. the course of the treatment. So I know what I just said, but tanning beds are not a viable replacement for light therapy. Yeah. If anything, if you do that every day for the suggested amount of time, you would probably develop skin cancer. Yeah, absolutely. Don't do that. (laughs) 
A healthy diet and exercise routine is always a good idea to help with sleep and wake patterns. Again, this is not us diagnosing or caring. This is more about what you might be expecting if you mm-hmm. were to go through something like this. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's definitely helpful to just know about things like this because I, I kind of talked about this on the episode I did with Sean and John. Mm-hmm. You know, the more you educate yourself on something, the easier it is to manage that if it does happen. And hopefully it doesn't. But if you do recognize signs and symptoms of that in yourself or in someone else, then it might be you know, beneficial just to have that extra knowledge about it. Yeah, for sure. I definitely think that I get into modes where I get so comfortable. And I don't know if it's necessarily comfortable in my bed or if I just don't want to leave my bed, Um, especially with the curtains closed. Yeah. So Cliff hates it too. I'll be like, you want me to open the curtains? He's like, yes, please. Because he's a Victorian child. (laughs) Please, I need the light. (laughs) But it is very much... You know, another great suggestion was when you do your chores, make sure that your windows are open, like your blinds are open. So at least you're inviting some sun in. Some natural light. Yeah, even if it's not really necessarily a sunny day. You know, if you're walking around the house doing chores or if you need to type up a resume or you need to whatever, make sure that your laptop or your computer is next to a window so you have access to that even if you're not, you know, in the most social mood. Yeah, for sure. I find even doing, like, the little things for yourself makes me feel specifically, like, so much better. You know, getting up and taking a shower, like, can be so taxing sometimes. But I feel so much better after I do it. I'm like, oh, I'm clean, you know, and now I don't have to worry about it. Or my coloring. I've been really into coloring lately. (laughs) As soon as I got sick, I ordered three coloring books on Amazon and all these markers because I was like, first of all, I'm a craft weirdo. Like, I like all the stuff crafting and I have to have, like, a variety. She has these felt markers that are, like, so pretty. Silk. It's crazy. They're amazing. (laughs) But I knew I was going to be stuck in bed and stuck in my room for a while. And Mm. so I ordered that. And now that I'm getting through the sickness and I have less free time, I'm still using the little free time I have to continue coloring because yeah. mom made a good point. She's like, it uses a different part of your brain because mm-hmm. it's the cure, uh, the creative part. Yeah. And that can help. It's been actually really helping my anxiety. Yeah. I'm so kind of the opposite. It's like, well, I don't know if it quiets that same part of your brain that coloring quiets, but that's me with trials and mm-hmm. true crime. If I'm constantly, if I have it, even if I have it in my headset and I have it turned almost all the way down, it's like, it quiets the voice. That's so terrible. <laughs> it quiets the voices. And but, I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, yeah. it quiets all of that anxiety that loops through my brain and it gives it linear purpose. Does that make no, sense? for sure. And it's definitely not going to be the same for everybody. Like that might work for you, mm-hmm. but for someone else, like maybe even me, like getting all of that true crime content constantly would be overwhelming for me. Like I would get more anxious, like constantly I'm getting that feedback. Literally in the Alec Murdoch murders right now, and I'm at the medical examiner's parts, and I'm learning a lot. The medical examiner was like, "This is a beautiful example of." Oh, I'm sorry, no, <laughs> not, beautiful. <laughs> not beautiful, not beautiful. Like, I'm so sorry. Forensically speaking, I laughed. He, uh, it was. And again, this isn't to be crude or crass, but the medical examiner was talking about um, Maggie Murdaugh's autopsy, essentially. And, you know, of course, they had crime scene photos. They they don't broadcast any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. So you just see the prosecutor or the medical examiner describing the photos, not necessarily showing the photos, Mm -hmm. because those are only for the jury, right? And of course, like, let's, we have morals. So the medical examiner was like, Okay, so there's essentially what happens with a gunshot wound or a bullet wound where it 
pushes through the skin and they call it skin tagging. Okay. Which sounds pretty graphic. Mm -hmm. And so they went to the next slide and it was Maggie Murdaugh's head wound. And he said, see, here is a beautiful example of, and immediately he was like, I am so sorry. That is not, I mean, her whole family sitting in that fucking And a hush fell over the room. (laughs) And hush fell over the room. He goes, I am so sorry. I meant from a forensic standpoint and an example of this is, oh, how embarrassing. But it's, again, person to person. Like, he probably thinks that it's beautiful because it is so cut and dry and it's so easy to determine what happened as opposed to maybe something else that's like, really sorry pardon exactly. my, my language but like more messy right and then not yeah. as easy to determine what happened exactly so and i know he wasn't trying to be like <laughs> he's you know like, insensitive i like it yeah that's, <laughs> oh, that's no but i can i can totally get that so but that's i mean that's why i want to do that yeah because i i do find stuff like that fascinating too for sure Anyways, always consult with your doctor about your sad symptoms and please do not start any treatment with on your own without a consultation If you or someone you know is struggling with depression, you can always reach out to the National Suicide Lifeline at 988 for information and resources. And of course, if you are experiencing an emergency, always dial 911-999 or your local emergency service number. For sure. I also just want to pepper this in there. Um, People that, again, educating yourself, right? Making sure that you're taking the steps to potentially prevent this from happening. Again, we're not licensed to diagnose. We're not licensed to give medical advice. However, personally, what I like to do is if I know that something's coming up that, for example, like Sundays scare me, the Sunday scaries, you know, people have experienced that. I will prep my day on Sunday. The Sunday scaries? You never heard of that? No. Oh, okay. So the Sunday scaries is essentially like you have so much fun on the weekend and then like towards the end of the night on Sunday, you start to get really anxious about your weekday starting. There's... Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's so interesting. Oh yeah. I have it every week. But I bet what the I like, Germans have a word for that. I'm sure there is. <laughs> what I like to do is prepare for that feeling because I know it's coming, right? So mm. I'll take a shower early. I'll make sure that I hydrate myself, have plenty of water, plenty of downtime for myself so that I can relax and I don't have to feel rushed to bed, you know, yeah. things like that. So personally, what works for me is just preparing myself to have that feeling so that yeah. when it does happen, I don't, it's not as harsh as yeah. it could be if I wasn't prepared for it. You That's know? good advice. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. The that. Sunday scaries. You've never heard of that? That's no. Funny. <laughs> We're going to have to call them the seasonal scaries now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there are a few celebrities that ooh. have come out saying that they have SAD. I go, ooh, like it's so ooh. cool. Like, <laughs> See, That's interesting. That's one of those things. It's a beautiful Celebrities example. are just like us. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, but that's really impressive for someone to be able to, you know, be open about that. Yeah. Brad Pitt has said that, quote, he was hiding from the celebrity thing, that he was smoking way too much dope, that he was sitting on the couch and just turned into a donut. Oh my gosh. He added, quote, I used to deal with depression, but I don't now. Not this decade. Maybe last decade. But that's also figuring out who you are. I see it as a great education, as one of the seasons or a semester. This semester, I was majoring in depression, end quote. Ooh, the heaves. Ooh. Oh my gosh. But that's Jake- really good that he's learned how to, to kind of cope with it and yeah. recognize that it's happening so that he can treat it. It is interesting that he called it an education. Yeah, it really- absolutely is. Yeah. J.K. Rowling has also said, quote, she suffered from severe depression and com- contemplated suicide. Oh, wow. Acting on her doctor's advice, she started cognitive behavioral therapy, and after nine months, she overcame suicidal thoughts and her depression. Wow. 
She said, quote, it's so difficult to describe depression to someone who's never been there because it's not sadness. I know sadness. Sadness is to cry and to feel, but it's cold. It's a cold absence of feeling that really hollowed out this feeling. It's pretty wild to, I mean, you can't compare it to anything, you know, and it's very hard to like, just shake it off. You know, some Mm -hmm. people say, oh, just shake it off. It's not a big deal. Yeah, I know it is a big deal. And it's not as easy as just changing your mindset and just forgetting it. it's there. Like, yeah. you know, like, it doesn't let you forget. Right. Gwyneth Paltrow believes that she, too, suffered from SAD. Over the years, after having each child, she noticed a correlation between the seasons and her hormone changes. Hmm. However, experts, experts believe that maybe she suffered from postpartum depression, and the months the children were born were contributing factors to that. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense for sure. Either way, she's never been officially diagnosed with SAD, but... She's not the only one. There's plenty of cases out there. Yeah, there's a lot of celebrities that have come out and have been very open about their depression. Yeah. However, I think in order to meet that specific criterion, like you have mm-hmm. to, to meet to get sad, Yeah. Um, then it might just be the difference in like a couple of symptoms, right? Or if right. it's chronic depression or if it's, you know, there's um, a bunch of different types, MDD, yeah. things like that. Even Adele came out saying that she prefers to live in LA because she says that it does wonders for her health. The yeah, sunshine is different than the UK. Mm-hmm. I bet. I mean, there's days here where it rains like two, three days in a row and I'm like, okay, kind of fucking over this. Yeah. You know, like I need some sunshine. <laughs> I gotta go walk outside. <laughs> right. But um, yeah. without an umbrella. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's SAD, yeah. or seasonal depression, or the wintry blues. The wintry blues. Well, thanks for bringing that. I'm really yeah. excited to be back and chatting with you guys. Me too. Feels good. Please be on the lookout for our newest Patreon episode. I know it's a few weeks late, but like we explained at the beginning, we were ill. So yes. we'll be releasing that as soon as we can. And we're going to get back on schedule, which means Thursday we're going to have another case come out as yes. well and so on and so forth. And I forgot it's a leap year, so there is a 29th this month. Yes, there is. <laughs> and if you haven't yet, please go get go ahead and get your tickets for the True Crime and Paranormal Podcast Festival. Mm-hmm. That is happening July 12th through the 14th of this year in Denver. Denver. We will be there. Sense and Survivors will be there at a number of really great podcasts. There's yes. a bunch of new podcasts going this year, too, which I'm, I'm excited. super excited yeah. about. So you guys continue to buy your merch get ready for july it's coming up way faster than we think Mm -hmm. it will be here before we know it Mm -hmm. and if you are not already on our patreon you can join our patreon tiers one two and three all get access to ad free content tiers two and three get an additional bonus episode that is ad free and banter free at the end of every month yes you can also check us out on any social media platform at diagnosing a killer other than x formerly known as twitter which is at killer diagnosis You can email us, you can Venmo us, you can cash app us, you can PayPal us. Everything is at Diagnosing a Killer. And I think that's it. I think that's it. We will see you guys on Thursday with another case and hopefully better voices. Yes. (laughs) All right. All right. Love Love you. you. Bye. Bye. Whether it's your favorite browser or by app, Listening to audiobooks with Audiobooks Now makes it easier and more affordable to enjoy your favorite books. Audiobooks Now subscribers receive their club price plan and includes other amazing deals. Click the link in the show notes for an exclusive offer today. Get audiobooks you love for less with Audiobooks Now.